Hello and good morning, Jennifer. How are you doing today? I'm amazing. How are you? You said my favorite word. Oh my God. People that say amazing really <laughs> do live that word. Absolutely. You have to manifest. You're going to have an amazing day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jennifer, I, I, first of all, I'm so shocked that you, you're doing this on VH1, My True Scam Story. But at the same time, I think you're on a mission. You're on a calling. You're answering something. And, and you're saying, look, this does not have to happen. And we've got to start talking about it. Absolutely. My whole point in doing this documentary was really to bring awareness to this subject because it's something that we don't openly discuss. And we need to start having these open dialogues because it happens every day. Mm. 70,000 Americans were caught in a romance scam in 2022. That pretty much sounds like every day. Yeah. Exactly. There's only 365 days in a year. So um, that's that's quite a number. When did you know that something just didn't feel right? And I feel so guilty. I mean, I, here I am. I'm going to tell you. I feel guilty because I've been married for 31 years. I have no idea what's going on in the real world out there except for what happens inside my four walls. When did you know something wasn't right? I knew something wasn't right when... Um, I couldn't get my car back, oh. you know, like this man told me my whole Range Rover was gone. And I'm like, what do you mean gone? And at first I was like, no, like I'm going to get it back. It just doesn't make sense. How does a whole car disappear? And then, you know, COVID had hit. So people had time and you were in the house and I just kind of started doing my research and I found out um, this wasn't this guy's real name. I mm. found out his real name and I just went to Googling and I found an ex of his that had wrote an article and I connected with her. And then I started, I started finding out more and more things. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. I ended up getting really frustrated because I felt like the police department wasn't helping me to get my Range Rover back. Mm -hmm. And so I went public with my story on Instagram. I made a post and that pretty much opened up the floodgates when that post went up because again, we are in COVID, in quarantine, so everybody's in the house. They're either watching TV or they're on social media. So the response was overwhelming. I had so many people that reached out to me and had the same story with the same man or oh, something man. similar. And I just said, you know what? This story has to be told. Mm -hmm. One of the things that listeners need to understand if they're caught up in a romance scam is the fact that I don't think it's safe to go face them one on one. Don't you have to have somebody with you, do you not? Yeah, I I would definitely not face a person one on one because a lot of times they want to try and intimidate you yep. and you just always want to protect yourself. So for me, you know, I got my attorney involved, we went to the police. And um, for me, that was the safest route to go. Like, again, I got frustrated because the police wasn't doing anything. And it's it's difficult because, one, it already takes courage to come forward and tell your story because we live in a society where people like to victim blame. And they say, well, you were stupid and you didn't see this. And why didn't you see that? Mm -hmm. And there were no red flags. And it's like, we have to stop doing that. We have to blame the person who who did the crime not not the innocent party here so it it takes a lot of courage to even tell someone it, it could be your family member your best friend it, it still takes a lot of courage because people kind of look at you like you know i've heard 
a victim say people said oh you're stupid and mm. you're you're already feeling bad so that's the that's the wrong approach so mm. it does take a lot of courage you have to be brave to tell this story I, I can't imagine how many late nights that you stayed up thinking about oh my god if I open up this door to the cameras and my story to the rest of the world what is it going to do to me personally am I spiritually strong enough to handle this Oh, it, it honestly, it, it really took a toll on me. Even when I made the the Instagram post, I was stressed out because I was like, oh my God, like what's going to happen? What are people going to say? And it just, you really have to just say, you know what? I'm just going to do it. You can't really think too much about it. And you have to mentally just prepare yourself because you don't you don't know what people are going to say but you just have to be confident that you are doing the right thing and my thing is i i always wanted to do it to help other people because when i started hearing some of these stories it was so heartbreaking and i said you know what i have the platform right god gave this to me for a reason and i'm gonna use it for good yes there are gonna be people that are going to criticize, they're going to say things, but they're also going to be people that are supportive. And there's also going to be people that I'm going to be able to help. Jennifer, how do you hold those moments together in the way that you and I are both in the public? We we deal with a lot of people face to face. And and when people come up and they introduce themselves or we've known them for a long time and they're with somebody new, how do you not judge them on the spot knowing that this just doesn't feel right? Uh, you know, I think it depends on the relationship you have with the person, yeah. right? Um, because that's, you're walking a fine line there, you know? And so for me, I just, if someone asks my opinion, I will state it. I won't voice it if I'm not asked. And I just try and, because I know relationships can be very tricky, mm-hmm. And you want to look out for your people, but also um, you can't really involve yourself in everything. So if my opinion is asked, I'm going to give my honest opinion. And that's kind of how I deal with things of that nature. Wow. To be in that moment and to be able to experience it and you didn't have a website to go to, the police department wouldn't look at you. Are you developing anything such uh, like a website where people can go to have answers? Because 70,000 people in one year, come on. I mean, there's it could be 80 or 90,000 right now. So is there is there a site that people can go to to learn more and to deal with it the correct way? You know, that's a really good question. When I was going through this process of making the documentary and, you know, it definitely, it was a, it was a journey for me and it's been a passion project for me. And I said, you know what, I don't care what I have to do. I'm going to tell this story. So when I started doing this documentary, I was using my own money. I was just like, I don't care where this lands. I'm going to get this story out. So I'm thankful for VH1 that they saw my vision. But um, as far as I know, there is not a website that you can go to and basically look somebody up. You you definitely have to do your due diligence yep. when you meet someone. And it's just unfortunate, but you do need to do some type of background check. For me, moving forward after this situation, I said, if I'm going to date someone, 
I need someone to be able to co-sign them. Like I can't randomly meet somebody at a bar. I can't randomly meet someone at a grocery store because I need someone to know them that can basically verify this person is legit. So I don't know, you know, a website that actually is a very good idea where you can maybe, you know, type a person's name in and, and, see what comes up but as i know of right now that does not exist besides google and that's not always the truth <laughs> tell me about that one of one of the things in the, the mantra that i guess that you're living by or or maybe let's call it this one of the truths that you're living by getting justice doesn't necessarily mean through the court system that that's that's awareness you you've got to be aware but at the same time you've got to make clear decisions don't you absolutely because listen you know, the justice system, it, it definitely fails us at times, mm-hmm. right? And so um, love scamming is not technically a crime. And the justice system, sometimes they look at it like, you know what, these two were in a relationship, it's gone bad, it's probably just one person's bitter. And that might not necessarily be the case, but for the justice system, it can become very sticky. So you have to kind of be creative and figure out other ways to get justice. For me, it was like, listen, regardless of what's happening in the court system, my justice was basically getting my story out and letting people see this man's face and know that he is a horrible person. Wow. Part of that would have to be putting a dot on the map. I mean, if something isn't going right, at least there needs to be some sort of department where you make a report, because if something happens down the road, they can at least say, whoa, on this date, this is what was reported. I think we need to have a clearer case here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you can you can definitely go to the police department. It doesn't mean that they're going to do anything. But I always tell people, at least go to the police department, and make a report so you can have it documented. Even if something down the line comes up, you can say, well, I did go to X, Y, and Z, and it can be on paper. Wow. You've got to come back to this show anytime in the future, Jennifer. The door is always going to be open for you. Oh, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure talking to you. I, I enjoyed this conversation. Will you be brilliant today, okay? Thank you, and you'll be amazing. Thank you so much.